yo, yo. Welcome back to episode five of the Confusion Project. My name is Brett. Um, this is just a platform for me to rant and rave because most people get sick of hearing me bitching on about these same things. Um, so this was a way, this is an outlet for me to rant and rave about such things. And if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. But I feel like some people probably share my thoughts and opinions on several topics I discuss here. So if you do, uh, maybe head over to my Instagram page, which is skyline underscore aerials underscore videography. It's for one of my business accounts. And leave a comment because I'd be interested to know how many other people feel the same way about these topics as I do. Or hell, maybe nobody does. Either way, I don't care. Because this is my way to bitch and moan about things without people telling me to stop bitching and moaning. So, anyhow, one thing that's been on my mind lately that's frustrating on so many levels is professional sports. Anybody who knows me knows that I have never been a sports guy. I find it to be a complete and total epic waste of time. Not only the sport itself, but watching it is just a tremendous waste of time. It, it has no meaning to anything. I mean, it's one thing, I guess, if it's entertaining to you, I guess. That's, you know, but it means nothing in life. It means nothing. No sports game means any kind of life change to anybody. It doesn't mean anything. Anything at all. Like, it's like, I, I, just, I just think it's useless, my, my personal opinion. But more specifically, I find it interesting that these sports teams weigh in on political topics. Um, more, most recently, obviously, is going to be like um, Black Lives Matter and the police stuff. Why do they have so much influence over people? It, it's mind-boggling that so many people actually care what these idiots think. I look at it like, hey, even if I was a sports fan, I would look at it like, shut your mouth, keep your shitty opinions to yourself, and throw the damn ball because that's what you're getting paid to do. Nobody cares about your opinion at all, especially the people that are working class, you know, being entertained by your silly sport. They don't care about your stupid opinion. Keep it to yourself. And it was, it's been frustrating seeing how many people continue to support and watch pro sports when they're pulling this nonsense of kneeling for the national anthem and, and black lives matter protests. And I mean, let's be realistic here. This, and this isn't a matter of opinion. This isn't, this is not right fact. Black lives matter as an organization. They are a terrorist organization. That's what they are. And of course, let me specify here. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Of course, all lives matter. So when these guys sit here and protest and, and I look at the team owners and the managers and the coaches that put up with this, they're every bit as much involved as the damn player who's sitting there protesting about how oppressed he is. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be a rough life, you know, throwing a stupid ball around and making millions of dollars to do it. That's, that's, you know, I'm sure that the law enforcement that's working a detail to provide security for that event, you know, yeah, that, that's nice that they get they get the opportunity to protest against that. And yeah, it's their right to protest, but it is also our right to not support these idiots that, you know, hate the very blanket of freedom that everybody, you know, that police provide for them while they protest about how awful the police are. 
It's just like uh, Beyonce. She's useless as hell, too, where she hates police, yet she requires a team of officers to escort her to her hotel or car or whatever in the hell. But at the same time, she hates police. So, dude, I would refuse. Dude, if I worked in the city and Beyonce Knowles was performing and they were offering overtime, I don't even care if it was like double or triple time pay. I would refuse to do it because of how useless she is and how much she hates the police. I wouldn't do it. I, just, I wouldn't do it. And the same thing goes with the sports players. Anyway, people, as you guys watch your sports and you root for your favorite team, just remember that sports are useless. They provide no good to the world. I mean, they don't, they won't change the world. They won't change people. It's a, it's a waste of resources, time, effort, and money. And you're cheering for a lot of people that are terrorists themselves, outright self-proclaimed terrorists. And that's what you're supporting is that behavior. You're saying that that's okay, that you're willing to help provide their income by watching their game and that that's okay. You're okay with supporting that. I just think about that when you guys watch sports, I'd love nothing more than to see the NFL completely bankrupt and watch these idiots try to get a job that doesn't involve throwing a stupid ball around. That's what I would love to see. I really would. Will it ever happen? No, probably not. But should it happen? In my opinion, absolutely. Let's get rid of that. Let's completely eradicate pro sports. Just like the stupid mask mandates. Like the, I don't. I would love to know why it doesn't apply to pro sports teams. They get to sit there and be far less than six feet apart. And I know that everybody's going to say, "Oh, well, they get it's mandatory. They get tested, you know, every two weeks." Well, so do I. But I still have to get. I still have to wear a mask. Why are they exempt from the rules? Once again, apparently throwing a stupid ball around is more important than anything else in life. So yeah, with these, you know, all these sports teams and they want to go out and be part of these protests. And I, it kills me. I found like this photo I found here. Okay. Houston Rockets guard, Russell Westbrook. I have no idea who that is. And it's mainly because I don't follow sports of any kind. Back in June of 2020, he was in California joining into the protest of the George Floyd death. Which, by the way, the the reports have all come out. The autopsy report had been completed and it had been made public that it was completely 100% determined that he did not die from any kind of obstruction in his airway. That was actually proven. Yeah, I know a lot of you people that you you believe what you want, so you you won't believe that. But that that's a, that's a fact. Believe it or not. Uh, so he didn't die from a knee blocking his airway. Uh, there were some other factors involved anyway, but this guy, this Houston Rockets, Russell Westbrook, it's got a photo here of him holding up a sign with a bunch of other protesters. And the, uh, it, his sign is supposed to say, we can't breathe. You know, that was kind of the, their little slogan or whatever for the George Floyd thing. This guy who's making millions of dollars a year, I'm sure doing something that means nothing is holding up a sign that says, we can't breathe. He spelled breathe, B-R-E-A-T-E. And he didn't check that before he made his sign and went out and became, you know, on the internet holding the sign. We can't breathe. He left out an H. What an idiot. This, I guess it's good that this idiot's playing ball and not doing like an important job like operating or being a doctor or something important that actually has relevance uh, because clearly 
uh, he didn't do a, something as simple as make sure his spelling is correct. Now this is on the internet. That's just something to keep in mind. It's, it's silly to support such a silly, silly thing. I wish more people would uh, uh, jump on the bandwagon with me when it comes to that. But I said on a, on another topic, I I heard a story earlier this week that I found very interesting and it got me thinking about a few things. There's a dude, so get a load of this. There's a guy back in. Let me pull up the story here. There's a guy anyway. There's a guy named Daniel Dukes. Very strange guy, kind of like a like a drifter. This happened back in 99. There, this, this guy named Daniel, he's a 27-year-old guy. He, from like a young like a young childhood, he was obsessed with like dolphins and killer whales and I guess just sea life. And he ended up dying. So he crawls, he, he sneaks into a sea world late at night. Looks like on, Jan, on July 6th of 99. Uh, he sneaks into SeaWorld in the middle of the night and decides he wants to swim with this killer whale. And naturally, the killer whale didn't have anything to do with him, didn't want nothing to do with him, and ripped him apart and killed him. And this isn't the first time he had like, snuck in to do this. I, obviously, the first time he snuck in to do it, he didn't get killed. But this time, he did. That whale was not having it and tore him apart killed him and it's amazing when i hear these stories because why do people think messing with wild animals is the thing to do i have never like intentionally gone out and messed with wild animals thinking it was okay and you see it quite a bit like these there's this other dude timothy treadwell He's a guy that died back in 2003 from a bear attack. So he was, he like dedicated his life to these, all these grizzly bears, black bears, whatever, anywhere, bears either way. And he dedicated his life to like saving them and, and all that, which is, which is admirable. It's, it's, you know, that's a good thing that what, what he's doing. Like he, he was, the mission was good. I, I'm all for you know, letting, you know, helping animals, you know, survive or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to go dedicate my life to it, but it's a good thing. It's a noble cause. So he ended up dying from a grizzly bear attack and they found him and his girlfriend, they found their remains and their clothes, like inside of a grizzly bear's stomach. And he would, from what I understand, he would like walk openly with the, with these bears and like live with these bears. Like there, there's gotta be some sort of mental disconnect. If you want to mingle with these wild animals, I mean, it's one thing to be, you know, you, okay. Common sense tells me I can go and mingle with wild animals. If it's like a squirrel, you know, or if it's like a, a bird even cause yeah, even if the thing gets aggressive with me, I'm, I'm going to be okay. But when you go mess with these wild animals like bears and like you hear about tigers doing the same thing, it's it blows my mind that uh, people think it's a good idea to do that. And I mean, wild animals are still wild and they will turn on you. That's like in their DNA. You know, just because they're buddies with you right now doesn't mean that 
you won't become their lunch later. They, they don't, I don't think they have that connection to people like we think that they do, especially on this level. Like, I'm terrified of, of bears. I mean, I, I'm, I, they're great I and mean, they're cool and all, but I'm terrified by them. And I, I'm not going to be wandering into the wilderness just to become bear shit. That's crazy to me that people are okay with that. So I, I see these stories quite often. And once again, I heard that one about this Daniel, about this Daniel Duke character who got killed by this killer whale. I mean, you read the story and you, you hear the story and then hell you see his picture. You can clearly tell this dude probably isn't all there, but you hear a lot of people though, that are like, um, a, a good example is like Steve Irwin. We all remember the crocodile hunter, you know, it was a bummer when he died cause he had a pretty good show. But it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you hear you have a, a totally normal dude. I mean, as far as we can see, normal guy who's, you know, an expert in the field of wild animals and all that stuff. I would, I'd say that's a safe assumption to make that the guy's, he's got his own TV show and it seems like he was an expert in the field. He did know the risks that he was taking, I'm sure, but I don't know. I mean, he was killed by a stingray back in 2006. Like the stingray got him right in the heart or something and it killed him. And this is a guy who knows what he's doing. I mean, there's no disputing that this dude knew what he was doing. He wasn't a weirdo. He was not like my Daniel Duke guy who was swimming around with the killer whales. Like this guy knew what he was doing and died. But uh, of all the animals he messed with, I'm surprised that's the one that killed him. You'd think that it would have been ripped apart by one of the bigger animals and the crocodile and all that, but he wasn't. It was the stingray that got him, but you just don't mess with wild animals. Why are people doing this? That you've got to, I mean, you've got to have something going on upstairs to think it's okay to go and mess with these wild animals. It's, they're so unpredictable. Even when, I mean, you even have like a tame, like a pet, there's still an animal. Now I'm not saying that's the same thing, but I'm, what I'm getting at is that even a wild animal or even a pet has, has been known to turn on people and its owner and stuff. And of course it's a lot, usually a lot, this, you know, a lot lower stakes. I mean, my little dog, yeah, he could turn on me, but it's not like I'm going to really get hurt. But the, the wild animal thing is crazy or even worse when people get like wild animals, like dingoes. Dude, I knew a guy in high school who their dog was like half blue healer and half dingo. Oh man. Those of you who know me, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And I mean, those animals were pretty vicious to, especially the people they didn't know, but yeah, just don't go out messing with these animals. I remember when I was in boy scouts, our scout leader, like we were on a hike and he saw some moose. And even as a kid, what was I 10 or 11? I knew that it probably wasn't wise to go approach this damn thing. And he wanted to see, I remember our scout leader was like, let's see how close we can get to it. And I still reflect on that. And I think how stupid, I mean, even as 11 year old, I remember thinking, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Let's probably leave this dude alone because he will kill us maybe. And I, I, I had nothing to do with like, getting close to it. Hell no. Hell's wrong with the people. Let's try to get up there to these animals. Then they tear you apart. Yeah, so it's hard to feel bad for some of these guys, like this Timothy Treadwell who taking care of these grizzly bears and they tear them apart. Well, hell yeah, they're hungry. And he's a nice, easy meal. Why wouldn't they do it? If I was a bear, I'd eat him too. 
And anytime I go into the woods, I take a gun for that very reason. This guy, as far as I can see, he wasn't ever armed or anything. It's just bananas. Absolutely crazy that somebody would do, I don't know, do something like this. It takes a whole different kind of person, I guess, to understand that thought process. And then you got the guy that, oh, what was his name? I'm going to look it up. All right, yeah, so you got this dude, Chris McCandless. That's who it is. Okay, he died back in the early 90s up in Alaska. He had he was like a wanderer, kind of the same type of thing. Oh, it sounds like he died from starvation, though, so it wasn't... Wasn't but I think he was ate by animals, but it doesn't sound like that's what killed him. So I guess maybe he's a little bit, a little bit different case. Um, yeah, he's, he's totally different. But anyway, crazy stuff going out and messing with wild animals. So the last topic I wanted to touch on is a sensitive one, and it'll be like the center of debate for all time and eternity. I mean, forever, it'll be a center of debate, and that is religion. Uh, what a what a funny thing it is. The reason I bring it up is on TikTok, I saw a video of a guy who, he's an older guy, and he's saying that he was in a car accident when he was 19. Like he had stolen a car, he was running from the police, and he got in a car accident. And essentially the car, he wrecked the car, and the car disintegrated around him. And... He got beat up, and but when the crash was done, he was still sitting in the driver's seat, like holding the steering wheel, but the car around him had completely disintegrated. So he you know, became a religious man at that point and spent his life kind of saying, like the thing he always said was, oh, I got in that car wreck and God pulled me out and bonked me in the nose and put me back in that seat. And he said that because afterwards, his, I guess he had a broken nose. And that was like his only injury. And then God had pulled him out of the seat, bonked him on the nose and put him back in the seat. And that's what he, that's what he always claimed. Then he said like 30 years later, he was in Africa for whatever reason. And some preacher had approached him and he claims he had no idea who this guy was. He just came to him and introduced himself as a preacher. And he told him, yes, God did pull you out of that seat, bop you in the nose and put you back in. And this guy making the video was convinced. He's like, this dude didn't know me. And, but he knew that that's what I had said. And that, that he knew about that story. And here, this guy's in Africa and I'm in America. And this happened 30 years ago. How would this dude have known anything to, why would he have said that to me if he didn't know? So he attributed that to proof. He, and then in his video, he had had some text on the screen that said it was proof. That was proof of God's existence. And I, so my, my personal beliefs are, are a little different than that. I, I don't necessarily believe, well, okay. I don't believe in God, but I don't disbelieve either. I, I need proof to be convinced of something and I've never seen proof. I mean, I know proof is sub subjective and you, you know, people can consider something proof that another person doesn't consider proof. Like I can accept that. But if you're going to generalize it, I mean, you've got to have actual proof that a reasonable, per a reasonable person would call proof, right? And so he made this claim, which, okay. But if you're going to put a claim like that on social media, you need to expect some people calling you out on it, which is exactly what I did. And I made a comment that said, that isn't proof. That's coincidence and that's luck. 
but it's it's not proof. I mean, if you look up the definition of proof, it's that that doesn't match it. So I just and I wasn't trying to be rude to the guy. I mean, hey, to each his own. I'm a big firm believer in believe what you want, whatever makes you happy, believe it. That's great. But I was just more or less arguing the definition of the word proof. So naturally he responded and boy, I, I mean, he was kind of vicious about it, which, okay, whatever. Um, but he, the video itself had had like a half a million views or something like that. And I got ravaged by people commenting on my comment. Um, and I found it interesting because all the people that were commenting on my comment were pretty vicious and, you know, in the, in the fact that they were all saying that I'm wrong and that God exists. And then we started debating the word proof and why that wasn't proof that it was just a coincidence, but it, that isn't proof. And I, the, the amount of people that said some of the nastiest, like meanest shit to me, like all the way to the point where they said they hope I died. And I found it odd that here I'm saying, and I even, I clear clarified that I was like, yeah, I'm all for anybody believing what they want. I'm not saying this guy shouldn't believe that. I mean, if that gets him through life, Hey, great. I support that hundred percent. I just simply was debating the definition of the word proof and that that wasn't it. But people still just attacked me. Like you wouldn't believe saying, that, that, like I said, that they, some of them said they wished I'd die and I was a horrendous person and all this. And I thought, gosh, for these people who obviously do believe in a higher being, I'm thinking, man, you guys act like Democrats out here. If I don't believe exactly what you do, boy, you tell me what a piece of shit I am and how horrible I am and you hope I die. And I thought, here, I'm the guy that doesn't necessarily believe in any of that stuff. And I'm telling the, you know, and I'm saying, Hey, yeah knock yourselves out. And I, my, that's the great thing about our country. We have the right to believe what we want. And I was just debating the definition of one of the words he used and I got attacked and I'm talking like three, 400 different people had just attacked me on those comments. People who claim, you know, I mean, clearly they claimed, claim to be religious because that's what they were defending is the fact that that wasn't proof and man, the nasty mean things they said. So maybe in your life, think about, you know, if you believe in, in that, then that must mean you believe in being humane and, and kind to other people. So don't don't sit here and, and just tear somebody apart because they don't share your beliefs. You know, on that topic, it's like, well, you get it kind of goes back to like the sports team thing. Well, you get people that that believe religion and they advocate for it. It's like it's like they're supporting their sports team. I mean, they take it seriously, which great. That is fantastic. If you want that to be like your whole life, I think that's sweet. Good. Great. Makes you happy and gets you through that. Nothing that says you can't do it. And I'm certainly not going to get in that way. But on that topic, it, you know, it, it's true. There never has been, at least that's never been presented to me any proof that a higher being exists or ever has existed. I know some people think just living people are proof. Well, they're, that's, that's really not. I mean, there's science to kind of debunk every religious claim that I've ever heard of. I mean, one thing I kind of compared it to is if you take an environment like earth, 
that is a perfect place for life to thrive. Life will thrive there. You take a place like the moon where life can't thrive and life won't thrive there. Um, and this is the nasty thing I like to compare it to. So like athlete's foot, right? I've had a bad case of hoof rot is what I call it. I've had a bad case of hoof rot for years. Uh, good news on a side note. I do believe I've got rid of it now, but I had it for years. And my example was this. My foot was in a condition where it provided a perfect environment for that athlete's foot to thrive. Um, nothing put it there. Like I didn't, I didn't put the, the athlete's foot there. I, you know, nobody else put it there. I provided that perfect, damp, dark, wet environment and boom, it shows up. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I could have picked it up from somewhere, but nonetheless, I provided that living, that environment for that. And so it then thrived there. Once I, once I did what I did to get rid of it and I took that perfect environment away, I changed the properties of that environment to the point where life could no longer be there. And therefore it didn't be there. It died. I got rid of it and now I don't have it. So that's kind of how I compare the two a little bit. Anyway, that's the way I feel about earth is like the earth is the perfect environment for life. And so it, it, it's here. That's how it is. As far as any other quote proof that a higher being exists, I've not seen it. I'm mean, proof to me is like, maybe it's something different than it means to other people. Uh, and I, I don't call myself an atheist. I call myself, I think it was agnostic where you just, you don't, you don't believe it in a God, but you, you don't necessarily disbelieve. You just, I and that's how I am. I'm thinking if there, there may be one, but there might not be one. I, until I'm proven that there's one, I, I don't, I just, I, I also compare it to fairy tales. I mean, I can, I can talk about the tooth fairy all I want. Is there proof of one? No, we all know that there isn't one. So why is it that we don't believe in the tooth fairy or we don't believe in other fairy tales, but there's not a lot of difference between fairy tales and religion. It's you look at something like the Bible. It was, it was supposedly written, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. We all know that it's been translated and interpreted differently. I mean, thousands of times. And let's say that I was, you know, thousand years ago, I was the guy to translate it into the English language. And I, I took the Bible and I know that it's probably more than a thousand years ago, but just for example, I, I'm the guy who was like, I'm going to translate this, this book that's supposedly true. I'm going to be the guy that translates it into English. So let's say I'm reading through it and I see a piece that I don't agree with. And I think, no, that doesn't sound right. Do you think I'm not going to alter that? So it aligns with my beliefs. So at that very point, that very moment, now it's completely altered that book to be my beliefs. But the people down the generations reading it, they don't know that. Well, then you get to another person who translates it into their language and they don't believe the way I wrote it. So then they change it again or they change a different part of that book. And now it, now nobody beyond them knows that and that's changed again. Haven't you guys ever played that game where you in the, in school where 
it starts with the one person and they tell the guy next to them a, a story, they whisper it. And by the time it gets to the other end, it couldn't be even close to what the original story was. So if there was anything true in that book, how do we know that the version we have thousands of years and thousands of translations later is even slightly accurate to the original story? I, I, I kind of look at it like this. When, when we all die, I guess we'll learn and we'll find out and we'll know. We'll, we'll all find out. But I, I kind of look at it like I think when we die, we're just gone. I think we're only alive in this form and that when you die, your personality, everything goes with you. you everything is gone. It's just gone. There, there is nothing next. That's my beliefs. Now, if I die and I go somewhere and I'm still conscious and I'm still me in whatever form, well, I'm happy to stand there and say, oh, I, boy, I guess I was wrong. And I'm, I, I kind of hope that's the case. I hope it's the case, but until, until I'm proven that I, I just can't buy into it. Cause if I'm going to buy into that, where does it stop? I, I mean, I guess I just start believing in the tooth fairy. I mean, do I start believing in Goldilocks and the stories there and the big bad wolf and where does it stop? I mean, one is a story just the same as the other that, so I've just never understood why one is accepted to be true and the other is a known false. It's a known fairy tale. What's the difference really between the two? And I'd love to hear everybody's input on what, you know, the proof. I, that's another thing too, is like people will say, Oh, well, I, I was on the operating operating table and I died and I went to heaven for a minute and came back, you know, they brought me back alive and here I am. That's not any more proof than anything is because who's to say, you didn't just have a dream. So what if, okay, so it's true you're on the operating table and you flatlined and they brought you back. Okay, who's to say that this image, this vision you had didn't happen in a dream hours before you flatlined? Who's to say that? And yeah, dreams are an extremely common phenomena. I mean, we have them, everybody has them every night, most of the time. I mean, it's not uncommon for people to have a dream. And there's no way you can prove to me that you're... You know, your vision wasn't a dream at some other point. So yeah, don't come at, don't come at people with that. Cause that's just, that's got no basis of, of truth at all. That isn't proof at all. So, but to recap all this, absolutely. If, if believing in a higher being gets you through life, then yes, absolutely. I support it. And I'm saying you guys, that's the best thing is, doing what you want, believe in what you want, think what you want. It doesn't affect me, but just don't come at people that don't share your beliefs. I mean, debating is one thing that's okay, but be kind about it. Cause I'm, I'm never rude to somebody cause they don't share my beliefs. I don't know. Those are some topics that have been on my mind lately in this last week or so. And I would love to know what everybody thinks. So once again, head over to my Instagram and drop a comment on the post about this episode. Tell me your thoughts and what you think. And also, if anybody would like to be a guest on my show, that would be a lot of fun. I tend to do stuff without guests just because timing, we're all busy. It's hard to get people in and make schedules work out. But if you'd like to, let me know and we'll work you in. And I think that's going to be all I have for everybody today. So thanks again for listening. Feel free to share this with other people. I would like to get my nonsense out there for as many people would like to hear it, can hear it. So, all right, everybody, have a fantastic freaking day. 